0: That comes from um, almost being burnt out to the point where, you know, after what I say, maybe five or six years of working till 11 o'clock, going to bed, not seeing my wife, not seeing my kids, just being burnt out. And I said, there's got to be a, a better way.
1: All right. Awesome. Hey, first podcast. Uh, I'm honored if it's your first one. Um, you've been highly requested, Chuck. <laughs> I don't know if you know this. I've had multiple people say to get you on.
0: In your company or mine? Because my company does the same thing. They they love to embarrass me as often as possible.
1: I, I've had actually literally someone within our company, someone within your company, and then two other inspectors just say, hey, I think Chuck would make for a good guess. Really? Okay. Huh. So start off with I some flattery. Disappoint.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll try not to disappoint. I'll try to keep my uh, my colorful metaphors down to a minimum. You know. We are from New England. They talk a little rough out here. Oh, I love it. Big fan of that.
1: Um, how has business been? You, you mentioned, uh, COVID obviously So we're not too far removed from COVID. So I still like to ask about how, how you navigated COVID if you want to jump right in and tell us how that all went down for you, I'd be curious.
0: Yeah. And, uh, in general, business is pretty steady. Um, uh, when the COVID came out, everyone was wondering what was going to happen. You know, I, I just started to, to really grow my team. Um, my growth has been in the past maybe two and a half years, um, when I probably three, when I finally found Spectora, and then um, you know COVID came out, and I said, well, what are we going to do? Uh, do we want to sit in the house and and hope everything clears up, or do we want to see what we can do? You know, maybe just follow the you know the recommendations, the mask, the the gloves, all the other stuff. So what we ended up doing was we we never shut down once um and what happened was a lot of the people around us you know the inspectors are a little bit older i, I turned 58 this year but most of these guys are 60 70 years old that they, they have health concerns so what we did was we just follow the uh the uh recommendations from you know the medical community and that was our biggest year ever last year uh with with basically two and a half inspectors uh, so we had a really good year uh, it's it was really, really a surprise, a huge surprise.
1: Yeah. Um, and many people came out of April uh, just screaming, just turning their own more business than they've ever had, rushing to hire. How many years have you been in the business?
0: Uh, this week is 10 years.
1: 10 That's years. Right. All right. It's
0: actually an anniversary. So it's kind of fun being on my first podcast and, and lasting 10 years. That's a, a big deal to me
1: huge deal. You look at what 10 years has spanned in our industry. Obviously, it's been a great market run. So there's been some great years in there, but you've experienced all your growth mostly in the last couple of years. Yeah. um,
0: 2018, end of 2018, because this is my third year with Spector.
1: So why, I guess, why just the last couple of years for one? And then what was your kind of first six, seven years in the business? Like, was it purposeful, not growing and just kind of it was
0: not uh well all along when i first started doing this 10 years ago i said well you know let let me do something new the kids were older they got out of school i said it's time you know we my company was bought out the one i was working for and uh, somebody was here and i was here and i got bumped down i said well i'm not waiting 25 years to go again to to get where i was so i said oh you know let's try home inspection so i did all the training did all the other stuff and then um I asked the guy I was training with, I said, can I work with you now? And he said, no. I said, what? <laughs> A full year. I have no marketing experience, no computer uh, software experience as far as Victoria and all the other stuff. So it was do or die. So I went out there and I just started started to hustle and started to meet some people. But the one good thing the guy did for me was he was busy all the time. He left my name and no, number on his uh, voicemail. So some of his clients would call me. So that kept me kind of busy. I think the first year I might've done $20,000, which is way less than I was making at the other job. Right. So um, I started out with the same software that they use. We won't use any name, uh, but it was kind of a dinosaur. You know, uh, as an inspector, everything was on my computer. If that computer died, I died. (laughs) It was big, big deal. We died. So, you know, I worked for two or three years by myself and thinking, this is great, this is great. I'm getting a little busy. My neighbor next door, he was driving a 12 wheel dump truck. So I convinced him after a full year, I said, please come with me, just see what it's like to be a home inspector. Um, He was kicking himself afterwards He said, I should have came back and said, yes, when you asked me. That first year, he feels he wasted. But he's been my longest uh, inspector now for the last five years and maybe six years and he's the workhorse. Uh, he does all, he does very well. He's built up his, uh, his clientele and he's really busy. So it was, he and I, for a while, I said, uh, I would come home every night. All my calls were in voicemail. I go to do voicemail and they had already hired people. I said, this is not working.
1: Uh-huh.
0: First one to pick up the phone wins. So I, I asked my daughter, I said, what are you doing? She's, you know, she was married with a, a baby. I said, what are you doing? She goes, well, I'm going to put him in daycare and, uh, this and that and I said why don't you work with me so she says what do I have to do I said just answer the phone first one to pick up the phone wins so now Jess is my uh, office manager
1: wait was it that easy just hey you want to come work for me and she said sure what do I do it was that easy awesome so you guys have a good relationship then
0: yeah she's very good Um, she's she does a great job in the office she does the payroll she takes care of all the the phone calls you know she interacts with Spector a lot she you know you'll you'll hear and see from her a lot so for a while it was just us. And then um, one day I was working till 11 o'clock at night writing my two reports a day. I said, this is just crazy. What's going on here? I'm almost to the point where I don't want to do it anymore. So I went online and I started Google searching home inspection software. You know, 10 or 12 people come up, including you guys. And I didn't make a decision. So I go into Facebook and of course who shows up on the right hand side because Facebook knows everything, right? Spectora. So I said, all right, I'm going to click on it. So I click on Spectora and I I downloaded the software and I tried it. I said, this is pretty nice. I like this practice with it. You know, we have the five inspections. And my guy next door, his computer died in November. So we were down a computer and I said, we're not going back. I said, I got the template done in Spectora. I said, we're not going back. So I said, do or die. Let's go. Press the button. And we went out and he did okay, you know, he did really well, we reviewed the reports, did okay, and then from there, I started thinking, I said, wow, this is all cloud-based, I could have a guy 30 miles away from me, I could have another guy 50 miles away from me, we can start taking over some spots, and that was my, my uh, growth process, I started to think of, you know, maybe we could grow a little bit, maybe we could do better, and you know, the next thing happened was one of my favorite realtors. She said, oh, my husband would make a great home inspector. You probably hear this a lot. All the wives, all the realtor wives think their husband's going to be great. <laughs> so I said, all right, I'll meet him. It's great. I'll This will be fun. So I met him and he's uh, he was a 16-year HVAC guy and his arm was in a sling because he had his shoulder rebuilt and all this other issues with his health. So I took him for a year, trained him. And he started when COVID started. And that was my t- two and a half inspector story. Uh, and from then on where by the end of this year, I should have eight guys in the field. Yeah. So, yeah, That was pretty I'm- fast, quick growth and a lot of it. I give a lot of credit to Spector because it's, it's enabled me to do a lot of the things I, I couldn't do with the other software I had.
1: Yeah. For growing teams, team inspections, having people in different places and being able to collaborate. Um, what, what led to kind of the business, like obviously the market has lifted kind of all boats, but I think there's always something special each company kind of has or does. What What's kind of your calling card or why, why has your name just spread or what has been the reason more agents have just found you?
0: Um, I think what they like is that we try to educate during the inspection. Um, I bring a lot of... The home inspectors that I bring, it's not necessary that you have a background in construction, but the ones that I've been getting are, like I have an HVAC I told you about Andy, I have two electricians that are working with me, I have three construction supervisors, I have, um, you know, a a combination of things, I have military people um, that are current military, you know, inactive in the uh, National Guard, I have construction supervisors, Um, I may have said that already, but that's they like the quality of the people I bring. Yeah, um, And the biggest part that I look for in, in somebody I bring to them is, um, is their personality. You know, how are they with the client? You can teach anyone to look at a hot water tank. You can't teach them to be a nice guy. <laughs> you know, you, that's, that's my whole thing. Uh, if you have a bad attitude in, in the and the customer and the agent feels that, it's you're all done. You're not going to make it.
1: Um, that might be the name of this episode. I like that. You, you can teach anyone to look at a water heater and, and, and <laughs> age and the brand, but you can't teach someone to be a nice guy. And that just changes the whole interview process for some people. I think most people just stop at the construction experience. Perfect. Let's, let's go. Um, as opposed to how do they interact with actual humans? Um, yeah. and how do they make humans feel when they're buying a house?
0: But what else is helping, uh, what's also helping is, is again, the Spectora software. I don't, I'm not here to to pump up Spectora. That does it by itself. You know, all you have to do is try it. And I, I keep trying to get my guys to do that. But nobody in our area, I know of maybe three or four people that are using Spectora. And we're, you know, we're up here as far as reports. And the other guys are still writing three-page uh wow thing where they take off the white and they give it to the
1: no to the they're client. still doing the psh, rip they're it off. they're still doing those no. and
0: the yellow goes to this person and the pink goes uh, to their records and i are like oh my god no pictures no video no uh, narrative um so it's th- that's one of my other things that has really been important is knowing who the customers are the people in the 30s and 40s that are electronic they don't even want to talk to you before the inspection they want to do everything online it's unbelievable um they're only a generation behind me it's just like wow it
1: feels like two or three though because i i look at early 20 you know 20 somethings anyone in their 20s now and they feel like completely foreign to me the things they're into and the things they're looking at oh yeah you know the the social media platforms they're on it feels i feel behind it so it's it's funny you just it cascades down in that way but
0: it sure
1: does but does. kudos to you on the growth that that's exciting what what's been the hardest part about it over these last, you know, two years?
0: Um, I think the hardest part is uh, in Massachusetts, we're required to uh, work with somebody for a full year. You know, you get, you go 25, first you get 75 hours of class time, then you go 25 inspections with a ride along, but then you have to do another hundred and, and work with somebody for a full year. Wow. mean how do you pay your bills while you're um, working as a, uh, basically uh an apprentice so what we've been finding um has helped again it's just a a lucky thing you know some people are unemployed and they've been collecting unemployment they don't want to collect unemployment but they're working with me um some people already have jobs like my firefighters I Mm -hmm. I literally have three firefighters they have regular job and they train with me when they're off duty Uh, so they have crazy shifts they can fill in sundays and saturdays and they know how to work. They, they have a purpose and they they really work hard. I have great guys. Um, that's a big deal.
1: Love military love firefighters. I think the, the characteristics they bring just in general to life, but to the business I think are always great predictors. Um, you know, the discipline too. like, I grew up in a military family, so I'm obviously a big fan of, you know, what the military does for, for people. So they don't get paid when they're just in that apprenticeship. No.
0: Um, it, it, it's, it's the strangest thing up here. Is some people want to charge you to learn. They want to charge you a hundred dollars per inspection, <laughs> and I just say you're going to be twelve thousand five hundred dollars in debt before you even get started. Um, I don't charge anybody. Um, okay. Actually, I'll, I'll pay them to go and help my guys. Yeah, I'll pay them something for a day. You're allowed to
1: pay them. You are oh, you can uh, pay okay. them. Yeah, okay.
0: uh, absolutely pay them. Uh, but most people, if you're a single man shop, you don't have that uh, that revenue to do it. Right. Um, I was lucky this year. I just started to be able to do that with some guys. Uh, And it's worked out really well because now they're not out working a part-time job when they could be training with me. Right. So I give them a little bit of money. um, They get to work, they get to train, they get in the field faster.
1: So you're hiring and you're, you're building of kind of your, you know, the culture, at your company is more around getting the right people in the door that do things in a certain way, as opposed to you having to like train how to speak to people or
0: educate right Right. yeah well my um my thought is that a lot of people say don't hire family um everybody in my company has some tie to to another person you know so it's it's a referral thing the last company i came from where i used to sell electrical supplies uh, i was there for 25 years everybody was a referral from inside we had very few people from the outside so you know, if I have to fire my bookkeeper, that's my sister-in-law in Florida. If I have to fire my office manager, that's my daughter. If I have to fire my raid on tech, that's my wife. Uh, so it's going to be a tough Christmas. If you start firing <laughs> all these people, <laughs> the holidays are going to be rough.
1: I think we both go against the grain because yeah, me and my brother, obviously family worked we've worked together for, you know, five plus years. And then we've hired some very good friends. We have very good friends working for us and with us and, uh, I'm a fan of it. I think it it works for us. I don't, you know, everyone just wants to tell you one direction to go or not, but it allows you to be more candid. I think, I think that can help.
0: They also have some skin in the game where they want you to succeed. Um, They, they, and they feel like part of the company. They don't feel like just an employee. I always tell my guys, you work with me, not for me. Um, That's, that's the way it is. Um, I want to know about their families. I want to know, you know, how they're doing. I call them up all the times, you know, Hey, nice new boat uh you're gonna spend a little time working this week (laughs) they they have all the fun stuff uh but they're all good guys so uh, i want it to be more of a um it's still a company it still has structure it still has all the the famous uh you know tiers of of operation but they they want to i want them to feel like they're part of the company not just not that they can be replaced
1: we actually changed how we refer to it internally because we initially talked about it as a family. And then we were like, well, you can't get rid of family. So we called it a team. So we were like, we're a team going for a championship. Cause you can trade players. You can get rid of players on a team, but you're right. still tight. You're still tight knit. And you're still, you know, moving towards something. So your growth, I think led you to, what led to our conversation about IEB, or like what made you even, what even piqued your interest in it? Because I think you saw maybe you saw something I posted, right?
0: I saw, um, I think IEB showed up again in Facebook and um, I looked into IEB a little bit more and I think you and, and Michael had done an interview or something like that. So I reached out and I always reach out to you guys because I, I feel like I'm part of your team as well. Uh, so I reach out to the ladies or whoever's in uh, customer service so you and Michael and I said, what's the deal with IEB? Uh, give me some feedback. And you, you, came back, you said, they're the real deal. Uh, they are in it, you know, in it to win it. So they had a rapid growth training thing. I said, it's November or whatever time of the year it was I said, 250 bucks for two days. I'll sit here for 10 hours each day in my little chair, in my little office. And I was really impressed. Um, to be honest, I had no, I've only been with them probably about six months mm-hmm. and I had no corporate structure. They said, "What's your org chart look like?" I said, "Me and everybody oh, else." No. <laughs> said, oh God, they're all coming to me with stuff. I said, "This is not working." So we did the org chart. Me, my daughter. I had a, a blank in um, in services. I had a, a blank person in growth, and I reached out to certain people, and I and I got those positions filled. Um, so that's how that worked. I actually have a real estate agent as my growth person. No kidding. She that growth position is exactly what a realtor does you know they make the phone calls they do all the other stuff that's what they do for a living and they're comfortable with it so i said i have very good realtor friends after 10 years some of them are uh, almost family uh so i reached out to her and i said hey would, what are your thoughts about this she said i would love to help you i said okay good wow Simple like as that just find a good realtor that likes you and Everything has been so easy. (laughs) That that might
1: be the gem right there is I've never thought about and their job lends itself to it, right? Being that they have flexibility. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So so I said, you know, how what's your schedule look like? She says, Well, I uh I work on well, as you know, Thursdays, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm -hmm. Um write offers on Monday and Tuesday. I said, part-time, make a few phone calls, uh, reach out to some of the local people. Um, I want to make sure that when you call them, that you tell them that we're here to bring you value, not just pencils and tape measures and, and candy, the business cards. I want to work with my real estate partners, my agent partners.
1: So do you, do you compensate hourly or, um, per, per agents that
0: I asked her that? Um, I said, what do you want to do? She goes, um, I just put her on salary, um, 40 hours a week. She said minimum wage. I said that's cheap money. That's low money. You know, actually twenty hours a week part time. Yeah, it's even less. So you know, what three hundred bucks a week to make phone calls and, and just spread the word.
1: Easy. Yeah. Yeah. That, easy. That's a ROI. Oh, yeah. You don't even have to one track
0: inspection. one. Uh, one contact from an office could pay for her for the year.
1: And I imagine she can use the whole hey, I'm an agent. I get it. I know what it's like. Uh, that just seems yeah. like a layup, right?
0: Yeah. yeah. And she uses us as, uh, well, she previously used us as the inspection company. So she's completely familiar with the software. She's familiar with the people that work for us. Um, so it's been a really, really good relationship so far.
1: So now that you have been exposed to IAB, everyone's vision usually grows tenfold. What, <laughs> what, what, what are you thinking In terms of uh, the future.
0: My future. Um, Before IEB, I thought five was the magic number. Five inspectors and off we go and I can just do whatever. Um, My vision now is to not inspect at all and just run the company. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, 58, the knees hurt, the back hurts, the attics are getting smaller, the crawl spaces are getting smaller. Um, I'm looking at probably... 20, 25 inspectors alone, you know, and then having other people in the office. It depends on, yeah, you got something flying up there. Yeah, it's I know. I got, fly. I got a fly. I got
1: a fly bugging me right now.
0: It's a, uh, it looks like a pterodactyl. <laughs> um, it's a monster. Depends on what the market is. So, what, with our growth this year, um, even some of my inspectors have asked, asked the question do you think we're growing too fast? So, we're growing as fast as the market will allow. Mm. Uh, so, one thing I had to do this year was get a, uh, you know, I have my growth person, but also get a social media person. Um, and her job is strictly um, to post daily. And she posts daily for us. We send her materials, take pictures. So, we'll take short uh, Spectora videos. We'll do all kinds of stuff like that and try to keep our face out there. But we're going to try to do every uh, twice a month, hopefully, have something with some value. You know, this is how you maintain your. Your heating system. This is how you do this. How you do that short videos, um, because those are the things that just fluff. They just remind you that we're out there. Yeah. We need okay. to bring value. It's all about value.
1: How did you find the social media person? Was that another kind of referral?
0: That was my growth person. Um, she knew him. An, another referral. So direct. you know, you can do like the seven things to Kevin Bacon, whatever that is. Yeah. 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 Seven degrees, Every, six degrees, whatever. Seven yeah. degrees of Kevin. Uh, everybody's directly related. So I I use the people I know and I trust.
1: What went into that decision? Because I know I'm a big fan of hiring social media in-house because I think no one's going to know it like someone within the company. Um, Was that just a no-brainer to you or are you just, how do you think of social media?
0: Well, the decision was um, we had little or no social media. Uh, We had the Facebook page, we have the Instagram page and all the other things, but those are the things I don't want to do. Uh, I just, I don't have the time to do it. You know, that book, uh, who, not how, um, which means, you know, who do you pick? You don't need to know how to do it. Just get somebody to do it for you and they do it well. This lady, I interviewed her and she loves to do this stuff. She loves marketing. She loves all that stuff. She had worked for an auto dealer, uh, one of the bigger ones here in, in Massachusetts. And she had done a lot with realtors, Um uh, but she had done so many with realtors in the same office that it was kind of like a conflict of interest. So she went on her own by choice. She went out and did some service people and some other stuff and she fit the mold. Um, So now she's basically, if I have two inspections a month from her, it pays for her. All she has to do is bring in two more. Everything to me is measured in inspections. Mm -hmm. How much is it going to cost me for my bookkeeper? Oh, that's three inspections. Um, how much for my social media person two inspections uh, so that's that's how it works but she was um, I checked out her web page obviously she's been doing it for a while she has 11 clients she does it from home um, she loves the fact that I want to be involved a lot of people will just hand her the stuff say here take care of it I don't want to do anything so every Wednesday when I talk to my growth person she's included in my um, my, my zoom call and we brainstorm and we talk about what's going on and um, you know, make another person feel like they're part of the company.
1: Exactly. I Love it. And, and you guys have like a, do you guys have like a shared folder where you put content <laughs> from inspections in or something like that?
0: You throw pictures in there. A lot of my guys will just send a direct um, pictures of the home, pictures of the systems. You know, the other day we had a picture of um, just the ceiling, you know, the ceiling was from 1964, but the, the craftsmanship that went into the, the ceiling was amazing and they don't do that anymore. Uh, so just things of interest
1: so you mentioned you mentioned so i'm thinking in terms of like growth now because you're saying 20 to 25 or what the market will bear i think i want to circle back to that because i think people come back from ieb i'm like oh 50 inspectors well it's like well (laughs) you live in you you know you live in hayes kansas or omaha nebraska yeah right so tell me your mindset around that because i think I think people can grow themselves into a bad place. And that's what I worry sometimes about people hiring and overshooting, especially at this point in the market where we don't know what a rise in rates would look like over the next year or two.
0: Correct. Yeah. Well, we, um, that's my long-term vision. I'm looking at probably two, two to three inspectors a year maximum. Mm -hmm. Um, The thing that happened with uh, us as a company was as I got more people, I was able to get more people, to ride along with. In the beginning, it was just me and my first guy, and then we had each take a guy. We actually did three that year. I took two guys; he took one. Um, so that was tough because you had to make room for these guys, and you know the inspections were crowded. And the agents understood because you know they have to do the same thing. They need to learn. They need to train. Um, so too much growth can be a problem as well. Growth is good if it's if the market is there. I mean, if you don't have enough sales like people are waiving inspections in Massachusetts which is outrageous I can't believe it but it's the it's the whole nation um that's how it is but my growth thing is probably two guys a year or two people a year I shouldn't say guys I'll take a lady any day um and maintaining that marketing push as well so my service people have to match the the marketing or got it call it
1: Got it how do you how are you handling the the waiving of the inspections are you doing anything different i know certain certain markets or certain inspectors are doing the walk and talks like what do you how are you responding to that
0: we're not doing the walk and talks we're not we haven't changed a bit uh we only we only do full inspections uh, mm-hmm. liability is too great um the walk and talk my feeling is if you if you do that they're going to expect it all the time so now you're you're going to give us a lesser quality uh, report, for one. Um, Liability is there as well. They can say he said, he said, she said. I'm not into that. Uh, we give you the full report. We'll do the pest inspection, do all the other stuff. If you want to go the other way, you're taking a big risk, uh, and we'll tell them that. Uh, they, we have had people ask us, you know, do you do the walk and talk? They call it a pre-inspection, which they want us to go actually to the showings. You know, they want us to drive around with them and look at these houses. Yeah, this one looks pretty good. (laughs) I have no interest in that. Um, If my guys are going to be there for two hours or an hour or whatever, they're going to spend all this time with these people. It's going to be for a real inspection.
1: You got to get paid for it. It's time. Time is time. So to me, if they spend two hours sitting there talking to you or looking at houses, okay, it's got to be charged at a similar rate that a full inspection is. And people aren't going to want that. So, yeah. yeah, I, it, some people are brainstorming and thinking of like, okay, if you do a walk and talk, then it should be paired with a uh, after you move in inspection or something like that. But then you're going twice, you know, and then does the dollars per hour still end up where you would be at if you just did a full inspection in the beginning?
0: That's my thought. I mean, if if my guys have the opportunity to do a full inspection or a walk and talk, um, that's not what we're looking for. We want the full inspection. So what I also have right is um, because my guys are contractors they can go out and make money in their regular contracting business. So they don't need to do that walk and talk. They're not forced to take that $100 inspection. I would rather pass it up and give them the opportunity to go put in eight windows or a a change in electrical service or do something where they can make money. Uh, We don't mind letting those things go. Anybody that wants to do those, that's fine. Uh, But that's, you know, the firefighters, they have benefits, they have the job. they're not going to do the walk and talk. I probably have two guys that really need the regular pay and they would get the full inspections anyway. So.
1: That's great. That's great. You haven't had to, I always worry when a potentially temporary market force causes people to have knee jerk reactions. And so it's cool to hear that you're just, you're sticking with the program, sticking with the game plan um, and going from there. So yeah. What, what else do you see ahead in the, you know, cause I at the last IB conference, obviously there was talks about, the future of the industry what it looks like do you what do you see changing in the next couple of years um, it could be economically or in our industry anything on the horizon or in top of mind for you
0: um, in my area as far as massachusetts and um, you know the new england um, i'm hoping that the that the market changes a little bit where people aren't waving inspections and just going crazy they're bringing you know all the equity they have from their last house and put into the next one without inspection, which is just the craziest time here. But I think for us, um, things that are gonna change would be um, probably just this, you know, maybe the services. Uh, increasing our services in the market in general, it's tough to tell,
1: because yeah. it's,
0: it's really weird. It's, it's all bank dependent, it's all inventory dependent. Uh, up here, we, we, we'll drive about an hour from, from the office to our inspections. And it's pretty, um, it's pretty full of inspectors, but they're all older, um, which is good for me because I bring younger guys and they, they'll have a career for the next 20 years if they want to. Uh, but I, I can see less and less people in mass um, doing the home inspections because it's so hard to become one.
1: Yeah. I You know, especially with your state having the, you know, the apprenticeship and the hundred, you know, hundred inspections or whatever states like that we're going to see a flood of guys retiring in the next 10, you know, five years, maybe that'll coincide with less volume. If interest rates go up, we'll see. But yeah, it's, it's, I'm, I'm always fascinated in, in kind of this, the demographics of our industry, because there's a lot of guys getting in too. So it's like, I see the numbers from, you know, the schools and everything. We know half of them won't last, you know, over a year, but, uh, but there's so many guys that, like you said, that are in their sixties and seventies and just kind of doing a couple a week or month. Yep. Those inspections got to go somewhere once they hang it up.
0: Yeah. My goal is to just keep, you know, um, just spread. I I tell my guys (laughs) um, when you have an, an agent in front of you, you have their undivided attention for two hours. You know, that is the time to market yourself. That's the time to market us. That's the time to make a good first impression. Try calling an agent. And say, "Hey, could I sit down for two hours and have uh, a talk with you?" They're going <laughs> to laugh and then hang up. Um, they have no interest. They don't have any time. They have no interest in another inspector. Uh, so I tell them, I, I tell them to tell their agents. I say, "Listen, I don't want to be your number one, but use me once, and I'll be in the rotation, and I'll work my way to number one." And that's what they do, you know, because they have they have their favorites as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love that mentality of not taking that time for granted. Um, I think it's happened a lot with everyone being busy now and everyone's just cranking. I think taking the eye off the ball, there's gotta be some, some lip service given towards that of saying, remember there's still a great source of business and they're still in front of you. You're still marketing yourself to them every, every day.
0: Right. Every it's, really, it's really successful that way. Cause they, my guys have, um, you know, they're, not, <laughs> they're not marketers, they're uh, HVAC guys, they're electricians they and I, they don't like to talk about themselves and I don't blame them because they're kind of like extroverted introverts. You, know, you can have them there and once they start to talk, that's when everything, that's when the door opens up. so watch out. Uh, but yeah. they do really well. I'm pretty happy with how they're, they're marketing themselves. I try to give them the tools that they need you know the business cards, the, all, this, all the software, everything they need to succeed. They only cool. need to be
1: 10% marketer in them. That's what I tell home inspectors. You only need to be 10%. You don't want to be hundred percent marketer. Cause then they may not like you or you'd be full of shit or whatever. You know, you just gotta it's put true. it out, put it out there a little bit. Um, yeah. you mentioned services. Are you guys expanding, uh, into like termite pest or do you already do that?
0: We do uh, pest inspections. Um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll look for rodents. We'll look for termites and other things. We do a lot of VA stuff. Um, give discounts to the vets, you know, free pest inspection for that uh, financial uh, uh, form that they need. Um, we do, I would love to start just installing smoke detectors as a side job. Uh, that's another thing, you know, um, I was really excited when I saw that video that Michael came out with that said, what's better than free? And I watched the whole thing and I said, wow, uh, that was awesome. It really was. I got. I was so excited. I shared it with my guys because all those things that you guys are working on are things that I was trying to do myself in the background. And basically it's becoming an affiliate marketer. Uh, And you have uh, people that you trust and people that you want to work with. And I saw that and I said, I said, that is better than free. Um, That is definitely better than free.
1: It's exciting, isn't it? Thinking of that trusted network being connected to the homeowner, they get a great service provider They feel great about you. It just works, and so I. That's cool to hear. You're excited about it, so you would.
0: Sometimes, you know, when I see stuff, I I walk up to my wife and I just go, "Wow!" (laughs) And she says, "What now?" I said, "You you got to see this video. Spector just put out this video, or you got to see this, or you got to see that." And it was um, that was a big one. And again, I showed it to one of my guys who was really interested in the background stuff that goes on in the company. And he said, that's unbelievable. I said, yeah, I mean, that's exactly what we want to have. We want to have our team uh, of people that works with us as well. Like, so, you know, the insurance people. I asked the realtor one day when I was talking about affiliate marketing, I said, what's the one thing that uh, you wish that was out there? Um, what's one of the hard things for you to get as a realtor during the, uh, the whole process? And she goes, insurance quotes, um, pest stuff. Um, you know, chimney sweeping, other things like that. And the fact that we have the potential to add contractors in this whole thing. Those are our referrals because people ask us all the time. Do you have anyone that does chimney sweeps? Do you have anyone that does electrical? I don't um, because (laughs) I don't don't have a list. You know, I never see the end result. We never see, we find the problem, but we don't see it fixed. So we don't get to refer. So I always recommend the, the agent because they have their list of favorites. And if they don't do well, the agent fires them. Um, you won't get a bad contractor from an agent. You just don't.
1: Yeah. Yeah. How do, you
0: see,
1: yeah how do you see that playing with, cause I know some agents uh, prefer to be that person. Like this is obviously one of the things we're thinking through of, okay, how do we give you all tools to say, uh, okay, with this agent, we're not going to, you know, we don't want to recommend the chimney sweep guy. Cause she's got one already. Yeah. Uh, or do you think um, there would be understanding of it of saying like, okay, yeah, use, use Chuck's or use mine. doesn't matter.
0: I think the agent uh, doesn't really care who does it as long as it's as it gets done. And it's uh, if you take one thing off of their plate, uh, one less thing that they're responsible for, that's great. Um, that's exactly what they want. They just don't want to... They want everything to run smoothly. Up here, we have a lot of... Our agents call them teams, You know, so they have their finance guy, their lawyer, their home inspector, and they work with these people all the time and they know this guy's going to get it done, this guy's going to get it done, that guy gets it done, and everything goes smoothly. It's when they don't have someone they're familiar with, that's when things hit the fan. That's when it gets bad. Yeah. So,
1: no, that's the vision we have of this being a seamless experience for for your buyers and something you can go to agents and buyers and say, like, hey, this is what you're going to get when you work with us. Um, You know, because your your trust is like, I think the most important currency in our industry is the trust you have and to convey that, um, you know, and then to, to even benefit on the trust side or on the monetary side, I think it just makes sense. It just should happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, um, the agents that I have, I've had for almost 10 years and the new ones, they continue to use us and they just trust us. They know we're going to do our best. We tell them that we look at the house like we're buying it for ourselves The clients love it. And we do.
1: Would you ever entertain, um, Having the pest spraying service, or standing up a business that does the recurring spraying every quarter.
0: The problem with that for us is that is a conflict of interest because we can't go back to a house um, for a full year, even if we can do the service, we can't do it in Massachusetts. Uh, but that's, you know, I think that's a gray area. If I set up a separate company for the pest spraying, right? Uh, it's still. Uh, you know, affiliated with trial Home Inspections.
1: Still a conflict. Yeah, still, which makes sense. And that's the beauty of this new model with being able to enter in these these companies is that you can partner with some of the best ones in the area and right. then we can figure out what's, you know, you can figure out then what's a fair, you know, amount for that relationship. So I think that that could fill the gap really nicely.
0: Yeah, I, I told you, I was excited when I saw it because um, it's it, it makes, we shine now. No one else is going to offer that
1: yeah oh yeah it'll be game over in your area for sure
0: it's a game changer for sure
1: well we'll get you on the beta we'll talk more about that uh offline afterwards
0: i love my beta testing what's that Uh, i said i love my beta testing it's the uh you know i've been a beta tester for a while and i was a little nervous about the last one because i have so many guys and i didn't want to just throw it at them so i I kind of opted out of it. I wish I had got into it, but I'm like, Oh God, (laughs) it's scary. Everything's going so fast and so smooth right now. I said, Oh, please don't throw uh, in it. You know, it's just, it was me. It wasn't you guys. It was me. So,
1: Hey, this winter, I think everyone's hoping for a little bit of a slowdown. We'll see if it even happens. I, I, I think we've been saying that for how many winters now where we think it's going to slow down and it doesn't.
0: We we slow down probably, you know, with my spectorometrics. Um, I only slow down in December.
1: December's it, yeah.
0: Love those graphs. Like, wow, this is awesome.
1: Is that how you run the biz? Just go jumping in there looking at the metrics and
0: I look at the metrics um to to see a lot of things. You know, how many who's my big inspectors? Where are we getting our business? Uh what was last year over the year before in, in the COVID year it was crazy. I mean <laughs> numbers were off the charts comps um, yeah
1: comps are going to be screwed now. <laughs> yeah
0: with i can't go i have to throw that year out yeah. uh, i can only go by the last two yep uh, but i do use the metrics a lot because it does show me a lot of good things who's my number one agents you know who's my all-time agent who's my this week agents you know who does all the multifamilies? who does this who's booking all the inspections my daughter so I gotta get more people to book online. So my social media person, I said, let's push the booking online. You know, so this is all tools that I can use to 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 drive the business where I want it um, and, and get it running smoother. That's my whole thing is um, I wanna be hands-off. I want it just to to roll and just tweak it a little bit here cool. and there.
1: Let's dig into that mentality. This is one of the last questions I want to ask you is that that mentality that you just said does not come natural for the technician mindset in our industry. I think a lot of inspectors need to feel hands-on and need to be busy, 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 do the manual work 50 hours a week. Whereas you sound like you want like lean, scalable business, right? So where does that come from?
0: That comes from um, almost being burnt out to the point where, you know, after, what I say, maybe five or six years of working till 11 o'clock, going to bed, not seeing my wife, not seeing my kids, just being burnt out. And I said, there's got to be a, a better way. You know, my kids were, they're not kids. They're 18, 19, 20 years old. Uh, but, you know, when you burn yourself out, you look for easy ways to do stuff, you know, give a man a high job, they'll find an easy way to do it. So um, that IEB, again, we'll go back to that. They, tell you that you can't work in your business and on it at the same time. Mm. you can't be a, a home inspector for two inspections a day and then come home and write your reports and then make your phone calls and do your insurance stuff and do your legal stuff and do all the other stuff. So um, the hardest thing that I ever did, and this is this was when it all changed, was I missed one payroll with me, my daughter, and my other guy. I missed one day. I didn't miss the payroll. I just missed it. And she said i'm doing the payroll from now on and i, I said <laughs> what um you want me to let go of something and i just like i just handed it to her I'm like oh god <laughs> but once you let go right you got to have some faith you got to have trust you guys you got to trust the people that you have um, once i let that go then i started to let more stuff go and that's where you have to have that one thing You just that one thing that, that turns the switch on says okay I don't have to do everything. I can trust other people to do other things, and that's why it's important that you get good people. But that was my deciding moment when I gave her the payroll to do, because that's number one. It's money. Money. You, know, you want to? I need to see how much money I have. But she did the payroll, and it's run smoothly ever since. That was like four years ago. Um, and then, you know, it's just it's getting people in the right places and 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 giving them the tools to succeed and just keeping an eye, you know? I have another guy, He, I have a friend who's got four businesses. He's got 200 rental units, he owns a hardware store, he owns a plumbing supply place. Um, I said, how do you keep it going? He says, I just keep an eye on it. It starts to turn a little bit, I get over there, I push it back, keep an eye on it. And, and he's really hands off, but he has the right people in the right job, and you, and you have to learn to let go. Some of the guys in my IEB pod, uh, um, we have a pod where we call every Wednesday night, for four of us. Um, they haven't let go yet. And every week I give them the shit and I tell them, I said, you have to, have to give up four hours a week, you know, just one morning to work on your business. And like, oh, that's, that's a whole inspection. I go, for now it's an inspection, but if you get another guy in there or two other guys doing those inspections, that doesn't hurt. Um, you You're missing the whole point. You're in IEB to grow. If you just want to be a technician, then you're spending your money for nothing. You're just wasting your money every month. Um, Uh, All the plan, you know, just do the steps. They're proven methods of success. Yeah,
1: yeah. In other businesses too. This is not just inspection specific. This is any business that needs to scale and grow. You Got to get out of the way.
0: Yeah. uh, Again, though. You just gotta let go. That's that problem. Like you said, technicians, I'm technically just a technician. I call myself just the shirt guy. I just get shirts made. Uh, it says Stryler H I on them. Um, <laughs> just the shirt guy.
1: Just the shirt guy.
0: You gotta let go. You literally have to let go and, and trust. Trust the people you chose. If you yeah. don't want to get somebody else, trust the people. You guys have grown tremendously in the three years. I mean, I used to talk to Casey and then Alexis. And like, I can't find them anymore. They're up here in the corporate ladder. Uh, (laughs) They'll talk back and forth, but, uh, but no, you've grown a lot and you just have to trust, get that training program in place and trust.
1: Exactly. And to your friends, to your, to your friend's point, keep an eye on it, correct when necessary. But yeah. Why, why are we in this if we're not growing other people, trusting other people and then letting go? I think that's part, there's joy in that. And that's what I've been surprised at is seeing someone else step into that accountability and take it and run. And you're like, Oh, I should have done this sooner. Like they're, they're thriving.
0: Yeah. And when you do that, they feel important. You know, you're not micromanaging. They feel like he trusts me. I'm going to do a good job for him. It's great. It's great. It's, it's all just, it's just being a good person and trusting somebody.
1: Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, Chuck, Thanks, man. This has been this has been awesome. You've dropped some nuggets of wisdom here.
0: <laughs> I don't know if I dropped nuggets, but um,
1: <laughs> what? Uh, anything, else do you anything else? Anything uh, else? Anything else top of mind or important or what? What's uh? What did we? What did we not talk about that you wished we talked
0: about? Um, my extra large spectora t-shirt
1: <laughs> still on the way, right? We still got it. We're actually
0: it's on its way. No. Yep. No. Um. What haven't we talked about? Maybe. I wish I, again, I wish I had been in the beta so I could see some of the upcoming stuff. I love to be in the background seeing some of the stuff. I know a lot of the things I've suggested have been brought up, so that's good. Um, and it's, that's what I like about you guys is that we, we have some input, you know? Um, you're not just throwing a product at us that, you know, what do I need that feature for? What do I need that for? You're bringing value as well, same as we are. Uh, that's the whole goal, but...
1: No, hey, it's from feedback from people like you. Honestly, I think uh we rely on that's our lifeblood and um, that's how we keep evolving it and it's it's going to get it's going to get even better, I think with all the new developers we just hired, so I'm excited.
0: I also saw that and I was excited again. Went to my wife. Look at this email. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "You need to calm down." Um no, it's fun. Uh, that, that's the whole thing about it. It's just make it fun. Everyone asks me, when are you going to retire? I said, what do I want to retire for? You know, I'm not really, I, I work six times a week, six inspections, and I only do it to train people. Um, if I didn't want to, I wouldn't have to do the six, but um, I, I like to train the people. Um, you, you bring in new people with no bad habits. You get to train them the way you want. You train them on the software. Um, why retire?
1: You I seem like you're having a- fun. You seem I am having
0: fun. fun. I was in uh, New Hampshire a couple weeks ago. No one even knew it. I was on my iPad running the company. Um, We go down to Florida for a couple weeks. No one knows until I post that picture by the lanai in the pool. Um, (laughs) And it's again, it's the right people in the right places.
1: You're doing Um, it with the right tools.
0: Yeah, living the dream.
1: You're living it and walking it out. And I, I especially want to commend just your the zest and kind of the personality and energy you bring whenever you talk to any of our people. And anytime we interact, uh, you always have something like pithy or, you know, something to say.
0: We call that wisecracks up here in New England. Wisecrack. Um,
1: he's a wise guy. He's a wise, yeah, a
0: wise guy for sure. Um, you know, it's sometimes I'll just be going along and I think of something and I'll send, you know, the I'll send the girls a message. Hey, I was thinking of this. Boom. And that's a great idea. I'll bring it up in the next meeting. Uh, like the time clock.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's why you're one of the faves that you bring up stuff in a light way and it gets taken more serious as a result of that as opposed to the ones that want to kick the door down and say like you
0: guys are idiots for not thinking of this it's like well we thought of
1: that we just can't do a million things at once
0: right when i read some of the stuff on the facebook page and the other stuff i just say that's not helping you know i'm not <laughs> it, that kind of negative energy is not going to get you anywhere I, I say, with do, us. You, do you do you want to be the only one at awake? you need to be a nicer person um that's kind of, <laughs> It's the kind of way I feel. Yeah, exactly.
1: That's, that's very uh, succinct, and I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> no,
0: I, I, I try, and there's no reason to beat up. I just suggest stuff. Um, and if it gets taken as an idea, again, just extra large Spector, man size mentor.
1: I'm actually going to write that down because we are ordering a batch. And so uh, <laughs> you'll definitely get yours for all the input over the years.
0: Well, if you, uh, if you do, I'll be surprised and uh, pleasantly uh, surprised. I only do it at some, I would rather you owe me than to actually give it to me.
1: (laughs) Fair point. Fair point.
0: Where's my shirt?
1: (laughs) Right on. Um, All right, Chuck. Got to run. Thanks, man. This is great. We appreciate you.
0: Nice talking to you. Uh, We'll do it again.
1: Right on. All right. All right.
0: Take care. See you. Thanks.